0: This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA.
1: Come on, it's a LA, a.k.a. the Love Ambassador. Coming to you straight, live and direct from the Jungle Studios, and now possibly a man way, way smarter than me and knows a lot more about the world. And most of the time, the one,
0: the only Mister
1: Philly. What's that
0: mean? Hey, man, don't don't sell yourself short like that. Come on, I think we, I think we're on yeah. the same same field.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm a guru. I am, you know, I'm just a humble genius, mate. All right, well, uh, I guess we've got a lot to cover. So, um, yeah, let's begin. So, October 7th, Hamas attacks uh, Israel. Now, usually they launch a whole bunch of rockets in, uh, take out a few civilians. In fact, the last time they did it, they killed more Muslims than Jews. Uh, and uh incurred uh, somehow reached the wall, entered and committed horrific atrocities. So the mass raping of women at this music festival, uh, they literally gang raped women and lit them on fire and beheaded people and phoned people's mums as they were raping them and yeah, killed mums protecting children and burnt houses and, I mean, basically the most sadistic shit you could ever imagine. Um, And as such, as we speak, we're waiting to see if uh, Israel's going to enter Gaza, but currently it's huge bombardments going on. Uh, Interesting enough, though, that I was reading how the IDF actually messages people. Like, that text message them, like, hey, your house is going to be blown up, like, please get up so you don't get killed. Or they'll be like, look, this area is going to be bombarded, please make your way to certain areas uh, where you'll be safe. A uh, bit of controversy, I guess, with who actually bombed the hospital. Uh, I'm leaning more towards the Palestinian jihad, but the Arab world has a different view on it. And uh, Hezbollah and Iran and Qatar and... Everyone else, uh, the Yankee Doodles, are putting a couple of big, uh, big boys into the mid, and uh, I guess people are wondering uh, if it's going to be the, the, the world war. So before I go into my thoughts, I'll, uh, I'll hand it over to you. And what do you think about the current situation?
0: Um, I think it's interesting. Timing. I, I guess the timing is the one because obviously we had the whole Ukraine thing, which now no one's talking about anymore. So pretty much, uh, you know, Ukraine had their summer offensive, which was a complete and utter failure. They pretty much lost everything that was sent to them. Um, now they're asking for more money again, and obviously nobody wanted to give it to them. Um, now we have this new issue cropping up, which some people say it was sort of done. Because they think the U.S. was too preoccupied and obviously we have a weak president, so it's sort of easier to get away with these kind of things. I don't I don't think it'll cap off a world war. I think it's more that there's there's people who are pulling the strings where this is just very beneficial to them to have let this happen. Um. On both sides, because now on the one hand in Israel, you were apparently I didn't know this, but supposedly there were huge protests going on there against the Netanyahu, like real yeah, million a million yeah. people like, protests, crazy of amount Supreme of people wanted to get rid of him, everything, yeah. And now all, yeah. all of a sudden, of course, that's over, right? Like that doesn't happen when this kind of situation occurs. So all of that's been thrown to the side. I think the timing is a bit too convenient. I'm not. I'm not saying. I I think I wouldn't be surprised. We spoke about this a little bit just between us, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was sort of allowed to happen because there's just no way that they wouldn't have seen it coming or been able to respond fast enough. Like after the reports were getting out, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense with just what we've heard about, unless they're, unless they're BSing and they're actually not as, you know, advanced as they say they are. Um, but I mean, the the Palestinian group of people in Gaza, if that's whatever they are, because again, as far as my history is correct, there was never any country called Palestine, depending on how far you go back. I'm pretty sure it was always like, okay, the Jews came however many thousands of years before Christ and conquered it, and then the Romans conquered them, and then the Jews rebelled, and then... The Romans went in there, redid it, and then renamed it Palestine as an insult to the Jews who rebelled. And then after that point, it's always been part of some greater empire, you know, either Rome or maybe when the Crusaders, Ottoman took, for a long time, or the Arab, you know, sultanates or the Ottoman Empire. So I, I think it, they've always sort of been there. And I mean, sadly, there's women and children involved, but they've always kind of been the pawns of other arab nations to kind of keep israel in check used as a way to always badmouth them like oh look how they treat the palestinians but then at the end of the day you're like okay well iran doesn't take any of them in saudi doesn't take any of them in egypt doesn't take any like nobody wants them they want they want to keep them there right so it just stinks it just stinks the shit to me it's just there's too many people playing whatever game they're playing and everybody has their own agenda. Uh, obviously, innocent people kind of got stuck there. Hamas is probably some not only Arab, like, you know, say radical Arab funded, but also probably somehow the U.S. is funding them as well. And it's just a way to incite disorder and chaos. And it just happens all the time. And, you know, maybe in Israel, I mean, depending on which way you look at it, it I think this is only Other than obviously what the things that you've mentioned, um, which politicians generally don't give a fuck about what happens to everyday people, right? They're in their fucking ivory towers thinking like they're playing uh, a video game. So, I mean, in my view, this is only beneficial to Israel, I think, and all the powers that be that are pro Israel. Uh, I don't really see how anybody else gets anything out of it. I mean, Iran could maybe try to saber rattle a bit, but I don't think things are as chill as, you know, they make them out to be out to be there. Um, and I think they know their place, really. Like, there's nobody there really to help them. I mean, China and Russia are sort of friendly with them, but that's more of a, you know, allies oil, and convenience how, how kind how of thing. You know? Yeah, I mean, they're not really, like, you're not going to sit there and tell me that China, who doesn't really like Muslim people, To begin with, depending on how radical you are. I mean, they don't like any religion. You can't tell me that the Chinese government is thrilled about having like a theocracy, you know, is a close ally. And Russia is obviously mostly Russian Orthodox and they have Muslim population, but obviously there's a line drawn between being Muslim and being crazy radical Muslim. So I don't think either country is really like that invested in helping them. It's just a convenient thing to kind of maybe draw the U.S.'s attention. I'm, it's, it's very convoluted. That whole area is just a complete shit show. So I don't, I think there's a lot of people benefiting from it. And at the end of the day, as per usual, the only people who are going to get screwed are people that have no clue what the hell's going on. And they're just caught in the crossfires. And that's just the actual physical damage. That's not including the economic damage, which is obviously going to hit the U S because now apparently our beautiful secret, the, the, Secretary of the Treasury, who when she was head of the Fed said we weren't going to have any inflation problems, and got that completely fucking wrong. Now she also says the economy's strong enough that we can send money to both Ukraine and Israel. So just fucking print, 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 and just just send billions of fucking dollars every fucking month to both of these places. um Maybe, maybe,
1: maybe that's why you don't have any inflation because all the extra money just gets taken out and put overseas for armaments.
0: we I mean, do have inflation it's going back up again is it oh, yeah and that's and that's but, then they love to exclude energy and food food is way up energy has oh, they've been, big, they've been fucking tapering that off because of our strategic reserves which are now pretty much fucking empty so that's also going to backfire on them and then you have all these fucking morons who like to come out and be like oh it was the oil companies they don't want to pump and it's it's, it's their fault and that's why we don't it's like yeah why If I was an oil company, why would I want to do anything to help the administration that's been shit-talking me for the past four years and pretty much wants to close down all my operations? Like, why am I doing you any favor? Like, if you want to nationalize the industry, I guess, okay, you can go down that path. But when you're talking about, like, you know, the art, pardon me for saying the art of the deal. Generally, it's not that good to be like, "Yeah, we're gonna kick you out of a job," and then say, "Oh yeah, by the way, can you help me out a little bit because I kind of need uh, <laughs> I need some lower prices for this next election season." Do you know
1: there's a Polish proverb? There's a Polish proverb for that. It's like taking a shit on someone's doorstep and then ringing the doorbell and asking for toilet paper. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. That's pretty much what it's he good, did. Honestly so it's like what do you expect's going to happen? So I don't know what 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 are your thoughts on the situation?
1: I I've got varied views because I I'll, I'll be open mate. I actually have a honors degree in Middle East terrorism mm. from university. So I studied it for a very very long time. Um so first of all if first of all to begin with um let's look at October Seventh, right? I generally think that Hamas overstepped the line, like a thousand percent overstepped the line. I think yeah. that it's it's one thing to engage in launching missiles; it's one thing to engage in shooting at troops, uh, lobbing grenades, or whatever. Because it's a war, right? So, so that is is you know it's a war. Uh, they're not dressed in, you know, uh army uniforms or whatever. But that level of sadistic, barbaric behavior to civilians was so disgusting that that part of me thinks that they need to be kind of taught a lesson for it. And a and a big lesson for it. Mm-hmm. Now The next step, it's it's very difficult because the civilians, the civilians are used as like human shields. Yeah, and if and if and and even like I said, so what Israel does before they bomb a building, right? They drop like a pre-warning, uh, shot, right, that allows people to get out. Then they bomb it, and then they, and then they also sent text messages to everyone saying, "Like, basically, we're bombing this area. Like, please get out." Then they set up free corridors for people to 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 walk out of. They set up UN areas uh, as safety areas, um, not to be bombed. But also, Hamas plays by duty rules. I mean. When I was studying at university, they were using, for example, the Red Crescent ambulances to carry weapons and troops. They used yeah. human shields. They launched they launched uh, missiles out of like next to freaking hospitals and schools and everything like that. And so, when Hamas when Hamas went and committed that barbaric acts, they also broke the rule that you're supposed to be protecting your civilians. So I understand the occupation, I understand the history, I understand the sentiment, I understand the fact that it's not fair, I understand all of that. And I have a general empathy for, you know, the Palestinian family that's like going through life just trying to do the right thing. And it'd be the same as me as as, as an Australian that, you know, I own the I own the deed to my house and then some Aboriginal turns up and says, By the way, like, you know, this is mine now and, and you booted you booted uh you're booted away. But then also when you study it, where it gets complicated mm-hmm. is that Israel initially, they kind of came in and said, well, look, you know, we know it's a little bit effed up, but we're just going to have this bit of land. You have that bit of land, and let's try and work on it together. But as soon as they landed, the war broke out. And then people always talk about the over militarization in Israel and that their apartheid that had become a form of like They were prosecuted by the, killed by the Nazis and everything like that. And they have taken on those traits against the Palestinians. But what people forget, and I'll and I suggest to them to the study, they're always attacked. Like I think maybe 1967 was the only time was a, a form of preemptive strike, right? But generally they're always attacked. And they're always witnessing suicide bombings and everything like that. So, So people always say, well, there has to be peace and they have to not kill civilians and whatever. And it's like, but they're kind of of trying what they can. Now, is there elements that I disagree with, like the settlers? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a horrible thing, but I don't think that should be there. Now, let's also look at Hamas, right? Because I, I want to explain to the listener to do this. They've got a bit of a background so they understand what's happening, right? So... Iran and Iran is uh, Shia, right? The Shia and Sunni Muslims, they hate each other, right? So they actually hate each other more than they hate the Jews, but that that's another story. Gaza, Hamas, is originally an offshoot of what's called the Muslim Brotherhood, which is an organization that was banned in Egypt. And even the guys that were recently elected in the last 10, 15 years were kicked out on the coup. So mm-hmm. that's why Egypt doesn't want to help them, right? They kind of want to help them, but it's like literally the organize. It's like banning like a Nazi organization, and then they go and run the state next year, and then the whole world saying, "I oh, know, bring what bring the Nazis back." You know what I mean? Not that the Muslim Brotherhood were, because they had some elements that weren't radicalized. It was helping the people, And then you look at Jordan. Well, Jordan's already got millions of Palestinians. The ruling class is very small, and then you've got like Iran, which is. Which is kind of just trying to cause shit all the time, because there what happened was Israel was on the verge of signing a peace treaty with Saudi Arabia, and if that was to happen, then you've got like the leader of the Sunni world, <laughs> best mates with the Israeli Jews. I mean, it's a nightmare for Iran. And then what's interesting is what's going to happen to the north of Hezbollah, because Lebanon has had one of the worst economic crisis in, like, recent history. They've got 250% inflation. So whilst Hezbollah's kind of at the beck and call because they're backed by Iran, there's a bit of hesitancy because, like, once they launch missiles, they've got hundreds of thousands of missiles, then then it's all in. And they saw in 1982, basically, the Israeli army went up to western Beirut. And then in 2006, they fought a war, and it, like, the the leader of Hezbollah was like, I'm not sure we should have done that in hindsight, it was like pretty active for both sides. So I think I think I'm not entirely sure that it will kind of kick off a world war. Um, but I think I think there's gonna be a period where there's there's no real answer but an all-out conflict. Because if 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 there becomes a peace treaty in the interim, right? All that's going to happen is in a couple of months, like Hamas is going to kick off again. But the problem is militarily, how do you take them out? It's very difficult. So, it, I, just, I, think... I can't. I can't see any good answer out of this for the whole time Middle East situation, mate. I, I, I just can't, because well, both sides now are just going to go at it until until
0: one basically gives up. Ah. Uh... I mean, I don't think Hamas is that big to begin with. I mean, they're they're just being supported, and like I said, I, I it's also from the U the U S side. And I I think the answer for all these issues isn't the answer isn't warfare. Like you're right, you might never get rid of the radicals, but it's when the it's when the people from where the radicals are even coming from don't like the radicals anymore that they lose all of their like ability to operate. And I think the way that you defeat that group is, I I would think, which is why it probably will never work, is it has to be economic prosperity it's the only, economic is the only the only way to do it. Because then the everyday people have no interest in it anymore because they've been given a better avenue. So like if you look at Egypt, I mean, okay, they have some issues there as well, but you look at Saudi, you look at um I mean, fuck, even Syria before the whole Assad thing. Like, even though they had their issues, those countries are still more or less kind of running along a certain path. Like, they're not complete freaking, you know, they're, they're not a complete mess like Lebanon or Iran or other places. And but again, the question is, is how do you get economic prosperity? And sadly, I think the system as a whole doesn't want most countries to have it. So um, like look what happened difficult- to Gaddafi? Right. Like, you know, people, he, oh, was, yeah. uh, he well, did all I'll, these I'll... horrible things. I mean, he was probably the one guy that was, you know, turning like Libya and like parts of North Africa, which are Muslim countries generally, into like first world livable functioning places. And that was a threat to the other powers that be. It was at African the African currency was proposing as well. Was yeah, it was. He a, was but he's, see, he's that provo- kind of thing where you have a, where you're, where you're, I don't even want to say equal at the bargaining table, but you come in with a little bit more clout that you can, you know, you, you have something to offer. You're not so reliant on other people. You're, you're bringing up your own people to a higher quality and standard of living. All of this kind of shit goes away. Like, but the issue is, is where you look at where all of this stuff is spawning from. It's all man. It's all man-made shit. Libya, that's man-made. ISIS was man-made. That, that was, fa- the, everything here is fallout from interventionism, from wealthier, and I don't even want to say wealthier, because it's not the it's not the countries, right? Most people in, like, the U.S. don't want anything to do with anything like this shit. But it's, the sh- somehow, it's gotten away from pretty much all of the Western world. The people calling the shots aren't answerable to anybody, and they want to keep the goodies rolling. And to keep the goodies rolling, you have to keep people in line. And how do you do that? Exactly what they've been doing. All like, okay, Assad is somehow still fucking alive. So, okay, well,
1: Russian, right? Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's really, it's that's Russia. the only
0: reason is because. But you know, Assad's the, the kind of Russia. dude who who kept everybody in line. You know, and maybe over time, if if he's still there and he gets support from other countries, like it would be a completely different place. But the problem is, is you have places who don't want that. Like, I don't want to support you because you're X, or you're gonna threaten me with Y. Or you know you're gonna. I mean the whole okay the whole Assad thing was because of the pipeline, which is of course interfering with, say, Western hegemony if you want to call it that.
1: Oh, it was but part it's just that elite class, not
0: it? Say again. It
1: was part one for oil or something? Yeah, it, it was
0: for oil. Yeah, yeah. And they said it was gonna. I think it was gonna give. Um, the U.S. wanted to. Uh, was it the U.S. wanted to build a pipeline through Syria, and then Syria's like, nah, forget it. We're not gonna do that. If that, it was it, they want to, yeah, they wanted to build one and they said, we're not going to help you. And then, of course, all of a sudden, all these issues start. It, it, look, the playbook is so old and just so fucking obvious that it's just, it's just upsetting at this point that it's even still a thing. Um, that's why I think to me, like, this whole conflict is only in Israel's benefit because depending on how far they take it, number one, now they can just play the uno stop card and be like, oh, they hit us first. So, whatever, ignored. Right. And who's going to say anything? You might have some people go in there and be like, oh, it's horrible, blah, 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 blah. What happened was horrible. Sure. I mean, I think at this point, Israel has now been more or less given a blank check to kind of do whatever they want. And while some people might be reporting on, you know, oh, they took it too far. It doesn't really matter. Nobody really nobody really cares anymore because. It's nah, been- I think
1: the Western media is against them, mate. I don't think they actually have as long as people think. I think the, the pressure will mount on them in the coming weeks. I reckon they're I fine. I think I think I actually only think they have a window of a couple of weeks to do what they need to do.
0: They're
1: fine. I don't think people are going to stand by them for, for that Which long. Which
0: people?
1: Because people. the Western media is already the Western media is already like all oh, these women and children in Palestine are dying, so they're not going to
0: the public sentiment in Western in Guess Western what? countries is. Pu- Dude, public You think public sentiment gives it? Do you think they care? Do you legitimately think they care? Look at the support for the Ukraine war. You think they give a flying fuck what people think and what they well, care? Also, they don't
1: also, care. Also, also, what I think is that the the left has ala- aligned itself with um like Palestinian
0: uh, fundamental some of them, some of them terrorism, I guess. But if you look yeah. at the politicians in the U.S. Most of the Democrats aren't for Palestine. There's like four vocal ones who are those crazy-ass broads. The squad, who are fucking idiots. Yeah, the one who married her brother. The other one who's pretty much a Hamas terrorist herself. The frickin' Cortez, who... I don't mean... It baffles me how far... I
1: lost lost respect for Cortez when she was crying (laughs) over Israel when they were launching the weapons to defend the city. And she was like, no, don't don't supply the rockets. Just let the rockets fall on the civilians. And I'm like, okay, no one wants to kill civilians. Like, we have to hold
0: the the Civilians died, died and they said, let's have a ceasefire. So it's like, so if someone came into your house and then, you know, beat the shit out of you and raped you, and then you're about to call the cops, and they're like, oh, no, 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 listen, listen, let's just pretend that didn't happen, yeah? You cool? Like, that's that's what they're... Look, they never had any logic to begin with. So how how the hell they have any like how they are where they are, I don't know. Like I, I don't understand how these fucking toads of women can keep their position, regardless of that. The majority, wonder what majority are, of the political class is on Israel's side. They're on Israel's side. Yeah. And that's In what Is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what matters. You've
1: you got the you got the base of the uh, Pentecostal Christians. That have always dude, been have always don't been problem, even bro.
0: think about the people voting. They don't matter. When's the last time voters fucking matter, dude? Like, really, legitimately speaking. When's the last time we as voters had such a huge like? Uh, unless unless the people running for office are afraid that they're going to not win re election, they're not going to do it. But they know they know that most Americans number one don't really give a fuck, and number two like. Most of the voting block of Americans are middle-aged Americans who grew up through 9-11, and they all fucking hate the Middle East to begin with because they think it's a damn shit show. So if they're being told that, oh, my God, Israel's being attacked and they're trying to fight against Muslim terrorists and we're going to you know give them financial support and be around there, we're pissed off on the financial support part, definitely, because we've pretty much – I mean, for the average American, their patience has been worn thin with the whole Ukraine thing. But now they don't talk about Ukraine anymore. Now they moved over to Israel, and they've been – kind of pumping in how horrible the attack was and all these things and how nice israel's being believe me man they can pretty much do whatever they want and i think most politicians will feel confident in them saying or they would feel confident in defending their position about you know how they've handled it because to them like they it's in their benefit to let israel get bigger and to end this sort of palestinian thing now how how to end it? Do do I think it'll be like a fully finalized situation? I don't because I still think it's beneficial to everybody to keep those people trapped in Gaza. The that, military the industrial point. complex will want it. Everybody, like everybody, wants it. Even even the other Muslim countries want it because it always I gives them it. that violin to play. So, believe, yeah, I feel bad. Don't don't,
1: don't, worry, don't worry about our country falling to bits thing about the poor Palestinians and the evil Israelis, that's how they've done the politics for years.
0: Yeah, that's what they're going to keep doing. It's too valuable to let them do it. But, I mean, Israel has their, like, especially in Western governments, they're quite tight. I wouldn't be surprised if something was sort of arranged and they're going to do what they got to do and they're going to take what they want or they're going to pummel it into, into such a fucking disrepair that it's, I mean, Hamas will always be around because of the conditions that have been set. And even, I guarantee, even if Iran stopped giving fucking weapons to Hamas, they'd still get their hands on shit from other sources. Like, we just sent them $100 million, I think, for humanitarian aid. It's like, come on. I
1: don't have to. Did you send, did you send it to the Hamas or did you just send it to. Hamas is Palestine, the government of Palestine, Abbas.
0: technically, right? No, nah,
1: a Yeah, and is- it's
0: all. Hamas was elected, and they haven't had an election since 2006, wasn't it? Yeah. So he's sort of speaking on their behalf, I would think. I don't really no, know how it's
1: he's working a, there. He's, also he's, he's close with a bus for uh, West Bank. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, to think that you're going to send that much money there and it's not – like, they always say, oh, it's for humanitarian purposes. Like, come on, man. You can't yeah, like, even $6 track of dollars, you fucking said. book for the Pentagon and you're telling me you're sending $100 million to fucking Gaza you're going to be able to keep track of? Like, you're not fucking I must even
1: said one of the, I must even said one of the reasons for taking hostages was because America paid $6 billion to Iran and they were like, well, how much money are we going to get to this?
0: But literally. It's, it's a, I, Not I literally. Really...
1: They were like, if you have $6 billion for six people, like, fuck, we'll take a couple of hundred. Give us a couple of hundred bill.
0: I feel like a lot of this has also happened. Like, I, I think, I mean, it's an issue for the people there. For the world, of course, they're going to keep blowing it up. So we always see it. Like, Ukraine has always been in the news. Now Ukraine, because Ukraine, Ukraine's run its course, right? Like, I think most people now don't, like, again, at least in the U.S., you can look at the polling. The polling is very much we don't give a fuck anymore. So now they need the new thing, which is going to be Israel. And once that runs its course, there's going to be another thing. So that they just keep switching things up to keep us completely exhausted, completely, you know, uh, you're exhausted, you're distracted, you're fucking depressed. And they just keep doing shit behind our backs They keep doing all this crappy stuff that keeps stripping freedoms away. And we're just too preoccupied because we all think the world is going to end or there's a deadly virus that's going to kill us, which fucking didn't for the most part. And they they just it's the same shit every time. And if and I'm what the thing that worries me the most is if people are so wise up to everything and they keep fucking pushing back, then they're going to do something bigger. Then it'll be a bigger. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, look, we pulled the pandemic thing. Now nobody, I think in U.S., they kept pushing these new fucking shots. I think it was 2% of the population took them. Nobody wants them anymore. Nobody trusts the CDC. Nobody trusts the FDA. All the new information coming out on these fucking vaccines are fucking abysmal. There's nothing good about it at all coming out. So it's just constantly piling up bad evidence and all the bad practices used to approve this shit. Now they can't do that anymore. Unless they do some fucking, you know, like some uh, new fucking Wuhan 2.0 that really fucking starts taking people out, then maybe. But now most people also think it came from a lab. So then people, who are they gonna be pissed at if shit really kicks off? Everyone's gonna be questioning what's going on now. They'll be like, oh, did it come from a lab? Is it your fault? Did you guys do this to us? So they can't well, do that anymore. I
1: I think the mm-hmm. problem is is that no one knows what to believe anymore. anyway, some better news because we're eight minutes left. Uh, sixty percent of our population voted down in the referendum. Woohoo!
0: Oh yeah, congrats! Uh, congrats to you. Recherche- I was watching patches- some sun. funny videos on that, and they were saying that actually, the places that were majority yes had the fewest amount of Aborigine people in There's those
1: areas. There's none, mate. My my area <laughs> voted majority yes. There's no Aboriginals. There's all really, really, really rich, 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 yeah. rich white people.
0: <laughs> Mate, it so it's really man.
1: interesting So basically like the woke inner city and then like just all the rich areas voted yes and then the rest would no. So yeah. what was even more amazing was like the Indigenous areas were voting no and the, the, the Minister of Indigenous Affairs, her seat voted no. She's a fucking minister for Aboriginal affairs, oh, pushing that's the
0: vote, yes vote, and, and yeah, funny. it was
1: no. Well, and hopefully so, that's I mean, uh,
0: hopefully that's going to translate into you. But your next election is not until twenty twenty five, right?
1: Well, there's an article in the paper for tomorrow's front page saying that it's uh, people are starting to sort of slowly turn against the. Uh, they still win. They would still win the next election, but they've been there put a big hit in the in the popularity because yeah. you know what the problem is right the labor party started here as a union and it was it was for union working class factory workers and yeah. like shearers and whatever right? so it was really for the people by the people but now it's just become this group of people that are former trade union workers but well, the all they do is just listen to the inner, inner elite so they've yeah. completely and utterly lost touch with the uh, with the general working class. Yeah. Um, so yeah Politics I mean, look, is I, depressing. Yeah. Because you, there's, no good, there's no good politicians anymore. You get and like... Globally. Five there's out no one in the world people. that I'm like, oh, yeah, they're a good politician.
0: Now you have some okay ones in us, but they're like only two or five. Same in the US. You get maybe like... You can count them on two hands. How many are like, oh, yeah, they're pretty good.
1: And so and- you charge the capital... With your pro-Palestine, and that's not January sixth worthy. What, what's that about, mate? What's going on? Just isn't
0: that a, isn't the typical a double standards, taking... man? Look, right now, because of who's in charge, that's that's okay. Like to them, that's fine because as long as you're not conservative and you don't want, you know, old school family values, fiscal responsibility, hold people accountable, you know, that's bad. That those are terrorists. Those people. But if you're on the left, eh, don't worry about it. Want to go riot? go for it. Set shit on fire. Look, if you're setting shit on fire because you're Antifa or you're a left-leaning group, perfectly okay. You want to go sit in the Capitol and break in, it's fine. It's just, it's the same shit. And I think they're doing it on purpose. Because it, 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 like, they just want us to be so divided. Because at the end of the day, none of this shit matters. What matters is what's happening in the U.S. and everybody isn't even watching. Like, nobody, like, all the, all the shit they talk like why don't they talk about how high food prices are why don't they talk about why energy prices are so high how about the fucking complete and utter failure of like what's happening to the u.s economy like, like our debt everything why don't they talk about they don't want to, they don't want to talk about that they don't want to speak on this stuff why are more people living at home with their parents now because they can't afford to fucking rent a place they don't want to talk about that they want to talk about oh they went in there and they didn't get in trouble but we did and we got in trouble it's like yeah that's you know kind of shitty but there's way shittier shit going on in our country. Rampant corruption, all this stuff. No, no, no. Don't let's not talk about that. Let, let's talk about why you know um there was a fucking uh, riot here, and I, I, I don't know, man. It's just it's the same left versus right thing. Because if both the average people stopped and looked and saw what was going on, then it would be bad news, and they can't have that. That's so they what, have to, they that's have what to I've
1: always said. Yeah. I've always said to people though, like, I vote, I vote for the economy. So that's why I voted what, what would be called the Conservative Party or Liberals, because I generally thought for the most part, bar the stupidity of COVID, that yeah. are better for the economy. And because and the people are like, oh well, you know, that's like racist or rah rah, rah I'm like, no, because my logic is this if the economy works and successful then it doesn't matter what gender you are or colour or religion, everyone benefits. And yeah. it comes back to what we were saying in like Gaza and the Middle East. If the economies were working a lot better, there'd be less of this shit going on because people have more to lose. I yeah. mean, why? What, what's the one thing that's holding Hezbollah back from going completely freaking AWOL and invading with 100,000 troops and 200,000 rockets? They probably will still do it, but why are they dragging their feet? Economy. Because the rest of the people in Lebanon, they're like, mate, the economy is completely fucked. Don't start getting us like our, yeah. our power stations bombed and shit like that. Just fucking chill for a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what's always the most important thing. And then after comes, you know, family and religion or whatever. But I don't know, man. I've, I really think that it's interesting because even economically, we might just pull through at the moment, but we're kind of at the stage now where one of the biggest fallouts from COVID is a divided society and people now are carrying, like, massive mental health issues But people Mm. are just despondent. Like, you talk to the majority of people, they're not happy. Like, they're just in their heads and they're stressed and they're depressed and, and, I mean, fuck, bro. Like, when we were growing up, like, future was awesome. The future was just awesome. You're like Yeah. And now that it's kinda of nothing, like void void of emotions. And then you yeah, understand why young kids are topping themselves because they just yeah. they don't have the foresight of the future and they're just sing well fuck it. It's no
0: good. But I think that's what they want. That's what they want. They want all of us to be terrified of pandemics, of climate change, of World War Three is just like just constantly being scared of everything going to shit hit the fan. And, you know, and then, I mean, I would assume at the end of the day, the final plan is to actually have shit hit the fan. And then they're going to come. I think it'll be a financial thing. I don't I don't think our current system is going to hold up. And then people are going to be freaking the fuck out. And then they're going to, you know, them being sort of like the you could look at the WEF, I think, is a good indicator of where they want it to go. The World Economic Forum and that that's what they're gonna do. Not to really
1: looking forward to eating bugs, i have gonna admit. That's fucking that's disgusting, disgusting, man. Immune. Italy
0: just banned all synthetic meat. That's one thing, I guess. Is no, a bro- it's I mean, they had- around Italy's it's like one step forward 20. and then uh twenty steps back. But they they try oh, here well. and there.
1: <laughs> Let's end it on a positive note. At least yeah. they're getting one one step forward instead of none.
0: <laughs> I have a positive note. Um Tomorrow's supposed to be sunny, I think. <laughs> All right. There you go, mate. <laughs> and I'm going on the holidays on Thursday to Moldov. Oh, there you Getty go. Up. There you go. <laughs> All right.
1: Woo-hoo. See you, bros. have a good one, man. All right, man. Have a good holiday. Yeah.